fun benders alike. Welcome to Braving the Elements, Nickelodeon's podcast about all things Avatarverse. I don't know why. Now I'm going down here. I'm Janet Varney. And I'm Dante Bosco. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go high. Always willing to meet me. (laughs) I've lived it for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Dante Bosco. (laughs) Okay. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get the middle perfect voice into this mix that we have got going on. We are so psyched to be joined this episode by our dear friend, Ify Wadwe. Ify is all over multiple fandoms, y'all. He streams gaming on Twitch. He is on the very, very fine Maximum Film podcast, and he's also on the My First Kicks podcast, and he also does improv and sketch. He's in an amazing group called White Women and is a tried and true Avatar and Korra fan, so we could not resist dragging him in here. He's going to help us with our waterbending scroll recap. This is amazing. This is our first episode that we're having... Yeah, this is so amazing. We're having our first, I mean, kind of fan coming in of the show to actually just talk about this show and episodes with us. So I'm excited. I like to bring in fans that have larger social media followings than I do because (laughs) that makes me look really good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ify, what's up? Thank you for joining us. Hey, how's it going? I'm trying my hardest to be right in the middle. (laughs) Not too deep. Beautiful. Not too deep. Beautiful, beautiful. Right there. One three five. Uh, one three five. One three five. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, how y'all doing? It's so good to be here with y'all, you know, uh, building a bond with Dante, strengthening me and Janet's bond. We we go bay way back, uh, and I just only wanted to get stronger and stronger and stronger. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Until you no. actually become one the Avatar. One stronger, less. Yes. It would have been good. One, you did one extra stronger. It started to sound too intense. I got scared. I felt like too strong. Was, yeah, it was too strong. No, I'm I'm brave enough. I'm ready for it. This is braving the elements. I'm all about it getting as strong as possible. I am so thrilled that you are here, and we have a lot to get into. This was one of those episodes where you know I was writing the outline for this. I actually checked. I was like. Is this the regular length of the episode? Like, this is a, this I was like is a very p- pressing pause. Yeah. Like, did, it feels like I'm still we're still going. Wow, there's a there's lot a lot going on this episode. This is it 22? Is it 22 minute episode? It does seem longer. It seems I'm longer. It seems long in a good way, but there is just a lot. So why don't we dare I say unfurl our recap of the water? bending scroll because it's a scroll right and again (laughs) don't hold it to us as like this is not like the bible of the episode but this is a quick i'm i'm treating it like the bible it's my bible of the episode (laughs) i've uh yeah yeah i've been uh going to the fan wikis deleting them and just (gasps) doing the transcript uh that y'all give with the yeah yeah i've been deleting the wikis and just putting transcripts of y'all's synopsis so don't put y'all just say jen that's what jen (laughs) said thank you thank you Uh, this is really an episode about katara uh, trying to teach Aang to waterbend, and then that evolves into the stealing of a waterbending scroll that Aang and Katara and Sokka find at this uh, sort of bargain ship within this port of call that, they, that they've that they stopped. Uh, we meet pirates. 
Uh, we meet, we, we see uh, Zuko kind of facing off the pirates. <laughs> we have a lot of a lot of like bargaining, bartering. Some things don't go as planned. Of course, Uncle Iroh is uh, a hilarious and sort of a hidden hero in this episode. It was written by the great John O'Brien, who, of course, we have now had on the podcast. And it was directed by Anthony Leoy. That was a very, very short synopsis. But it was but, good. It was concise and it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, getting getting to the point. Please points. do not erase the wiki. If you please do not erase the wiki. Well, I, I mean, beg I, you. I already did. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's Sorry. Gonna, that's on. Somehow that's still on me. Uh, there are some. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys sort of think of as like kind of the intellectual themes of the episode? I'm totally putting you on the spot, but. Well, I mean, we mean like intellectual things. Well, you know what I mean, like, the, like, like yeah. Katara full on steals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I wanted her to steal it the moment he was like, "Let's just say I got it up north." I was like, "Go ahead, take it. It's yours." You know? You're down. We're in the Wild West. We're in the We're in the Wild West. Go ahead, take it. It's just rightfully yours. I guess you know? right. ends justify right. the means kind of thing in yeah, the moment. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, uh, and also uh, this idea of. I mean, we're, we can get into this a little deeper, but I just want to say I relate so hard to being the person who's like, oh, are you interested in this thing? And uh. then, like, you show someone or you try to teach someone and then they just completely surpass you immediately. I feel oh, yeah. like I can relate hard to that. I feel maybe, yeah, you guys can. That's very good news to me. I mean, he is the <laughs> avatar. I give, him, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah. my man's an avatar. Like, you're just here to save the I know, the that, world, that, so. that was the one thing I, I did feel Innately. was, like, this is the one case that you can be like, oh, I get right. it. Because, I've, yeah, yeah I've right. shown friends, like, you you know, when you show your friends, like, a, like a deck building tabletop game right. and then, like, you're beating them because they're learning and then they figure it out and then they start beating you was like, I don't want to play anymore. I'm done playing. <laughs> exactly. You're winning, I'm exactly. out. Exactly. Exactly. But it's like, say he's like Michael Jordan, but then you're trying to teach him like tennis and then he just starts whipping you like half hour later, like, of course, because you're Michael Jordan. I, yeah. I get it. <laughs> and it helps when the other person has a giant crush on you. Hashtag yeah. <laughs> But it's interesting. It's interesting to see a little ego in the character, a little ego, a little Indeed. hubris. It's like, yeah. okay. Indeed, indeed. So in episode eight, where we last were, of course, we got to learn more about the wonderful Avatar Roku. Shout out to him and uh, the good guys of the Fire Nation. Dante, that one's for you. They do exist. We find out there's some good characters in the Fire Nation. And Roku let Aang know that Sozin's Comet is coming at the end of the summer. Aang is going to have to get very fit in the ways of being the Avatar. But they did escape Zuko and General Zhao yet again. So now the team is flying through the clouds. All right, so the team is flying through clouds and mountain peaks, and Aang nervously paces because he's freaking out about what Roku just told him about how he had to master the four elements before the comet arrives. And Sokka mm -hmm. tries to reassure to Novell, and then Katara offers to teach Aang what she knows. Sokka says maybe they'll find a puddle to practice in, and they cut to bam. Beautiful waterfalls, raging waters. He's like, nice puddle. A lot of good funny, funny <laughs> things going on. Appa belly flops in and rolls around in heaven. Aang's about to join him, but then Katara reminds him the serious reason why they're there. And so Sokka mm. wonders what he should do. And Aang recommends cleaning dirt and bugs from Appa's toes panning the branch yeah he had that to answer ready to go he's like yeah. waiting for the opportunity to yeah. say hey why don't you do this but the great moment is when is jack DeSena and Sokka, and he was like 
Okay. <laughs> I know. It's great. He's like down. such great timing. Oh, yeah. He's down. He's not afraid. He's not. He's not afraid. Like, Let yeah, me get I'm, in I'm, toes. I'm up to the task. Yeah, he's I'm about down to hit him with the pedicure. Let me hit you with that pedicure up one time. Manny Pedicure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as someone who likes to put my fingers in between like the little paw pads with cats and dogs, <gasps> oh, I can imagine like with Oppa, yes. it maybe feels the same way. So you're like, yeah, I like this actually. Ooh, good point. Good yeah. point. Abba's mm. definitely feeling it. He seems like he's. I mean, oh, yeah. he's already in heaven in that water. Well, I did ask a question <laughs> if he before in my mind is like how dirty is my man's feet oppa because he been flying this whole damn time he ain't running in the woods he's yeah. flying oh yeah well, it's like a but, grill you catch bugs yeah. uh yeah, yeah, like exactly. when you're driving <laughs> he is psyched so he gets handed the branch yeah. apparently Sokka's down <laughs> yeah yeah and uh Appa sinks happily into that water, and we go to Zuko's ship where, you know, Zuko, a menace, menace to society, practicing f- firebending, and he's thrown off balance by the ship, changing course. Uh, Zuko storms in mad, calling mutiny, because, of course, Zuko's such so dramatic. He's like, oh, some, something bad must be happening. I'm on a ship, and the ship moved. We're in danger. He's like, ship came with mutiny immediately. He came with mutiny first thing in the mouth. Zero to mutiny. Like, I'm ki- Zero to mutiny. mutiny. I'm throwing people off the ship, killing people right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't like. The ship is moving in a way that I don't agree with. It's a mutiny. That's right. But, yeah, good Uncle Iroh reveals that uh, he ordered a change in course because uh, I've lost my Lotus tile uh, for his pie show game and apparently the tile is essential and so Zuko of course objects but you know Iroh is firm uh, saying he only needs 10 minutes to check with merchants at the port of call as Zuko exhales fire angrily like a dragon <laughs> Iroh says he's lucky to have such an understanding nephew that good old sarcasm that always always punctuates everything that uh, <laughs> that Uncle Iroh wants which is so, like, again, that's such a great example of, you know, Sokka's sarcasm is so withering and so, like, out front. But yeah. Iroh is just so, he's, it's it's like, if I had to, if I was up against the sarcasm of either of those two guys, I would pick Sokka because I understand Sokka and I feel Sokka's vulnerability in his sarcasm. But Iroh is infuriating poor Zuko, you know, because Iroh's just like, oh, I'm so glad I have such an understanding nephew. He is so chill. Oh, man. And what's so funny is it is that perfect, like, dad angsty teen trope where he's like, where yeah. he's always got the dad jokes, like, oh, you're all right. Well, go up to your room then. He's like, mm, I'm playing with fire. <laughs> it's <laughs> so true. Side note about Pie Show it's not that easy to just read, like, wiki how or read the Avatar fan wiki and suddenly feel like I know how to play Pie Show. So it's a made-up game? It was not real, and the fans made it it. real. They put together a game based on the little few times that you get a chance to see the board, you get a chance to see the tiles, and that it sort of recurs in the series to the point now where Mm. you can play Pie Show. I mean, that is, that's a deep cut that you develop into an actual game. That's amazing. Good job. That is amazing. Uh, applaud to you guys. Yeah, that was that perfect uh, like Venn diagram. Yeah, of like tabletop nerds and and Avatar nerds. That's right. They're like, oh, we can we can build it. 
We, That's we can build it. Yep, based on the placement of that tile uh, yeah. and its relation to that tile right there. Okay, we're going to take elements of Settlers of Catan. All right, some Mahjong. All right, yeah, we get, we got it. There is a game that was that game that looked like it with mm-hmm. the black and white pieces and you put them on, pop, 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 and it flips it. Remember that game? Look kind of like that game. There is a pie something. Pie gal. Pie gal's poker. Pie gal. So, okay, so pie, so maybe pie means game. And then so pie gal is poker and pie show, or we would say is sort of mahjong-ish. Oh, here we go. Our producer, Emu, who speaks Mandarin, just told us it means to clap hands. So there you go. Clap hands. It is both not real and real. Let that blow your mind right now in the Avatar verse. I love that. No wrong answers. We're going to take a quick break, and we will come back with more waterbending scroll. Avatar Braving the Elements is sponsored by Factor. I think we have some weather bending going on. It's finally getting warm out. Yeah, and I gotta say, whoever's controlling the temperature, I'm into it. You know, sun's shining. I'm ready to start feeling good for summer. Well, you're in luck. Factor's no prep, no mess meals can help you fuel up for those sunnier days ahead. Oh, trust me, my friend. They are already part of my health kick. No kidding? Big time. Right now, I'm all about their veggie vegan meals, but their wellness shots (laughs) also really get me fired up. In a good way? You of all people know that's a yes. Fair enough. But for anyone else out there looking to crush their wellness goals this May, Factor has loads of dietitian approved meals with ingredients that you can trust, ready in as little as two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash elements50 and use code elements50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code elements50 at factormeals.com slash elements50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next four boxes while your subscription is active. And we're back. We're back with Team Avatar, and the first thing we see is Sokka cleaning Appa's toes and feet, and he floats on his back <laughs> in the water. Sokka says Appa will have to clean his toes next. Katara is showing Aang her waterbending moves, first punching and pulling the water, and he tries it and basically nails it immediately. It took Katara two months. And that, again, the whole setup of like, I'm being really patient with you. Like, I'm going to be a great teacher because I know what it was like for me to try to have to figure this out totally on my own. So this stuff is really challenging. It's really hard. And no, you know, be kind to yourself no matter how you do the first 40 times. Be kind to yourself because it's really hard. Like, it really sets it up to be so compassionate. And then he's just like... And I got to say, I loved all this stuff, but they have these like nice close-ups of Katara just side-eyeing him, which I was kind of feeling <laughs> yeah. her like looking real, hmm, hmm. Coming with that heat. So Aang says it's because she's a great teacher. She, she likes that. Next, streaming the water. Of course, Aang is just totally fabulous and from the get-go, and Katara compliments him, though she said he was doing too much, and uh, Aang, like, you know, what else you got? And Katara says there's one thing that she has not really been great at yet, making a big, powerful wave. She can't quite do it, but Aang makes a huge wave and then soaks Appa and Sokka. And then through that, he sends supplies down the river. Aang says he's sorry, but says surely they can find a way to replace the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is also a thing that happens a lot. I think with Aang specifically, which is the sort of unintended consequences of bending when you're not really thinking past like, oh yeah, this seems easy. And it's like, that was all of their supplies. And everybody handles it a lot better than I thought they would across the board because that is a definite problem. <laughs> like, well, they're all kids. You know, you're all, all kids. Their stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's like one kid does something dumb and then all the stuff's gone and then they don't really realize that, you know, it's as oh, bad yeah. as it is. 
Good point. Like, oh, okay. Good point. Good oh, point. Yeah. We'll catch some more down the street. Like, no, dude. There's no more down the street. <laughs> so now, you know, Team Avatar is in a village. And as they walk, they see a few, you know, brutish types mulling about. And it's a little reminiscence of a carnival midway. First, we see this big, I think, woman who's like holding a guy up who's like, let me, hey, p- please put me down. Which is this quick moment. And then you have a guy, Carnival Midway style, being like, who's brave enough to look in the bag? Can you look in the bag? And then they just pass by. I'm like, what's in the bag, y'all? We will never see that bag again. I want to know what's in the bag. Some stanky rocks. This little port's popping. Let's just, let's be honest. This little port is popping. It's popping. There's a lot going on here. Oh yeah, it's there's popping. there's you know there's the guy you know that's the classic stanky rock. He's like who who dares look in and you open and you're like oh this is just some rocks and then the stank hits you and you're like these are some stanky <laughs> rocks and then he's like all right you owe me money you did not guess that there was stanky rocks in the bag <laughs> and that's how I lost five hundred dollars. <laughs> but yeah no it, it is like a real pop in like port area with things so i could see why they were like okay we, we might be able to get some supplies here i mean right. there was one problem though uh, Sokka announces that they had three copper pieces left from the money that boomy gave them ang admits that he uh already spent one on a bison whistle and he blows into it and there's no sound so uh, you know uh Sokka and Katara are very disappointed that's one thing I do feel like as a person who's seen stuff before with a lot of dog whistles, etc. I do feel like as a viewer, I was like, oh, that's going to come in handy. Right. I mean, that I like right. Sokka and Katara don't see it. But I do feel like that's one of those things where most of us probably for the very first time saw that and thought, well, that's going to call Appa at some point. Right. That's what a bison whistle will do. And of course, you won't hear it because we all know that supposedly dog whistles are so high that our human ears can't hear them. We so hear we know we're kind of on the side of, of knowing like Aang that that is actually going to be worth something in the future i think he made a good purchase it's only one copper piece that's right that's right it's only a third of what they had i feel he made a good purchase and i feel that we know that even if katara and Sokka don't know that now the gang walks past uh, as they're going through this kind of carnival midway type thing they're on also on the dock and they pass this boat and there is this long-haired dude who is calling out to them, kind of doing what you do. I want to say heckle, but I guess that's not what it is. Heckling is when you're a stand-up comedian and people don't think you're doing well. What about but barking? But he's like promoting. luring, he promoting. barking. Yeah, thank yeah. you. He's like, you know, step right up, step right up. And he tries to lure them into the boat. He offers exotic curios, which, again, another great little exchange where Aang's like, What are curios? I'm not entirely sure, but we got them. Hilarious. And so the team goes inside. They're looking around. Right away, we see Katara getting weirded out by this sort of stone monkey with these red stones all over it. And she has this kind of reaction to it. And I have to say, again, all of the objects in this episode are like one big foreshadow report. It's like, foreshadow report. Remember (laughs) all of these. And then she ends up kind of rooting around, rummaging, lifts up this trunk and finds this scroll. Meanwhile, the kind of main captain pirate dude is like, oh, lemur, interesting. I would like to get my hands on that lemur. And Aang's like, "Mm, mm, that's not happening. So this is our little tiny moment of our Animal Crossing segment. Animal Crossing in this episode, unless I'm mistaken, we just have this new animal of the iguana parrot 
which is um, scary. And I'm going to say I'm more intimidated <laughs> by the parrot side than the iguana side. I find parrots to be frightening. I appreciate them. I appreciate their intelligence and their plumage. But I feel like I've been around a lot of parrots that my friends have had that I'm like, you, you're looking at me like you know what's in my soul and you look like you want to peck my eyes out. So I'm a little intimidated by freewheeling parrots. And their claws. Their claws are always like when they're always like the guys are always like, let him hop on you. Like, no. Exactly. I don't want those feet with the long nails. You're like, no, I'm okay. Oh, oh, it's already on me. It's already on me. Okay, I see. It's already on my head or on my shoulder. Okay, cool. So that happened. Yeah, I've been there. All right, buddy, take us through. Yes, so Katara opens the trunk and finds, ta-da, a waterbending scroll. She calls Aang over, but before they can really look at it, the main pirate snatches it away from them, and he says he got it up north for free. He puts it away. Sokka puts two and two together. Hey, you guys are pirates. No, high-risk traders. Katara wants to know, uh, wants to know the cost of the scroll. The pirate says he has a nobleman uh, from the Earth Kingdom that wants to buy it. So unless he, uh, unless these kids have two hundred gold pieces, now I was like, oh, that's a currency. Two hundred gold that's pieces right. is a lot more. I got it. <laughs> Aang takes Katara aside and says, I can handle this. He offers the pirate one copper piece. <laughs> Then two pieces. Nice haggling. Uh, it's not going great. Now Aang is using a pirate voice. Oh, Katara yeah. wants to leave. I know. Just, it's just like a classic pirate. I guess yeah. pirate voice Arr. is like, no matter where you are, har, 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 yeah. har, har. That's it's right. universal. Yeah. It's shorthand. And then all of a sudden, Katara's like, wants to leave. Yeah, like, real bad. Go. Yeah, we good, we good. Clearly trying to get away as soon as possible. And then all of a sudden, the pirates call after them. And then a bunch of pirates just jump off the ship, brandishing weapons. And look at when you look at these pirates like a gang. Yeah. I mean, they're pirates. They're pirates, but they're not like. <laughs> I never seen no pirates like that in my life. It's an interesting crew. It's a oh, yeah. very interesting bunch. That's the beauty of the Avatar verse. So all of a sudden, they're just like so many pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's so many pirates. They're popping out. They they got the the they, they got, got their nunchucks, bra- yeah, nunchucks, pi- pirate weapons. They say, oh oh, you think you robbing us? <laughs> we prepared for this a whole <laughs> life, yar. Uh, so they yeah, they're getting chased. Uh, Katara water bends water from the basin onto the ground, causing one of the pirates to slip. It cuts to uh, you know our old friend, the cabbage merchant. He's caressing the cabbage with his cheek looking blissful team avatar gets past him without disrupting the cart but ang air bends behind him knocking the cart over to slow down the pirates cabbage merchant is horrified <laughs> my cabbages <laughs> we tried uh, yeah it's it's oof. i think it's the first time we see him after omashu after Omashu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, this place is worse than Omashu. But the cabbages do stop the pirates. So it was effective. So Good the point. cabbages Good point. weren't in vain. We really get a sense of how much he loves these cabbages in this episode. I, I don't think we had a sense uh, of yeah. just how tenderly he feels about these cabbages until we see him stroking his cheek against a beautiful cabbage. Well, that brings us to our segment that we will be returning to every time we see the Cabbage Merchant. It is time for the Cabbage Count. We would like to ask you listeners to send in via social media. You can just at us wherever. Send in what you think your count is 
for total cabbages you see in this episode, try not to double count. Mm. So you can just kind of use the best shot of his cart before chaos erupts. It's like guessing jelly beans in a jar. And how many total cabbages do you think we have seen in the series so far? We're going to force Mike and Brian to pick the winners because I don't know that anyone's ever going to have the actual amount. Yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> so, if there was an official amount of cabbages. If it, <laughs> I seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt it. <laughs> but I enjoy the cabbage count. I like checking in mm. with the cabbage count to see what range of numbers we end with uh, in this entire series. I feel like some people are going to be like, we saw 50 cabbages, and some people are going to be like, I counted 2,567 cabbages. I want to know what that range is that people think they're seeing with a cabbage merchant. So cabbage merchant cabbages, cabbage count, report in our faithful friends. Let's move on. The cabbages indeed did stop some of the pirates. (laughs) Right, but... Three catch up and corner team avatar. As Momo circles close around them, the pirate says, I hope that lemur of yours has nine lives. Which I was at first I was like, oh maybe a lemur's like a cat. And we know that Momo is loosely based on Buddy the cat, which is Brian's cat. Brian's cat. Oof. Aang busts out with the airbending mm. and throws a big dirt dust at these guys and then pops out the glider and is like, hang on. And they fly out of there, jumping on their heads. Katara's like, I thought we were running away from the pirates, and he flies straight over them. And and that was pretty cool. Like They kind of ran over, and Momo, they took off. You always love that moment. That's very like Indiana Jones, too. Very Indiana Jones. Indy, Indy, and the plane's like flying right towards the car, and it's like at the last minute, and then you clear it just by like an inch. Yeah, that's always very satisfying. Very satisfying. And so that takes us back to the waterfall. They have escaped, at least for now. You know, we don't know why they were chasing the kids and so Katara she reveals at the waterfall that she's stolen the waterbending scroll and so Sokka of course is like oh so it's totally your fault that everything that just happened happened and he's super mad he's like you know you put us all at risk by stealing this thing but she's trying to explain to him no it was worth it this waterbending scroll has all of these moves these forms it's access to this art that I have not had access to in you know I I almost, like, I'm doing it right now. It's like, she's saying it's so crucial that Aang learns how to waterbend. But even as I was describing it, it's like, I feel like it's important for her as well. Yeah, she did it for self-interest. The closest she's gotten to a teacher. For sure. Even if you think it's coming from, this person did something bad, and therefore it's okay. Like, look what happened to these guys. Like, they... You don't want to steal from a bad person because guess what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That person's bad. <laughs> so, so facto, they may come for them you. Pirates oh, yeah. came for them. Them pirates came for them. They may come for you. So that's what makes that a difficult decision and never a perfect opportunity to be stealing. Because if you're stealing from someone nice, that's bad. If you're stealing yeah, from someone bad, some could be real blades. bad. And then, uh, and then back at the village, Zuko and uh, Iroh can't believe he can't find a single white lotus tile in the entire market. So Zuko, uh, too much, everyone's surprised, is very angry. But Iroh says it's okay because I always say the only thing better than finding something you were looking for is finding something you weren't looking for at a great bargain. And then he asks about the arrow on Aang's head. You know it, you know the one. And guess what? Yeah. We're in business. We cut to Katara. She's reading this newly stolen water bending scroll. And we see Chinese characters and illustrations of waterbending steps. Katara 
wants to learn from it, and then she'll hand it over to Aang. He holds it up for her, and she tries the water whip. She gets the water up, but she hits herself in the face, and then next she hits Momo in the butt, and Katara's all frustrated, especially when Aang just breezily just assures her, you'll get it, and then, you know, Aang tries it, and it's like, you know, then she loses she it. She blows up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Whoa. She's uh, basically having a, a tantrum. Yeah. Variation on a theme. Air hole. I like it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was true. And then Sokka's shocked. Katara immediately re- realizes that she stepped over the line. And she apologizes. Very Katara-like. And she says it won't happen again. And she doesn't want the scroll anymore. Sokka makes Katara apologize to Momo, who says he's like the real victim here. That's right. And then, you know, he's like, what about me? She's like, no more. No more <laughs> apologies right now. That's right. She's trying so hard. And again, I can relate so hard. And I think you guys can too. That feeling of like, I hate envy. It's one of my least favorite feelings. Like Envy's I don't, horrible. I mean, obviously anger and pain and sorrow are all very difficult, Yeah. but they sort of, a lot of the time there's real reasons behind those feelings. Envy I hate because it's so, it feels so useless and right. it's just like you end up looking bad. Like if you do something like Katara did where you snap and it's so clear that it's your ego that's getting in the way, then it's so obvious to everyone else and it's so embarrassing. And it's like, what did I gain? Like, I'm not processing anything. Like, I'm just focusing on something that makes me feel bad about myself, makes me covet whatever else this other person has that I don't. And... And then I just end up beating myself up for feeling that envy. So this is an uncomfortable episode for me because I really relate. And it's just like, oh, you are not. It's hard to climb back up from that. You know, you know? In our family, especially my family's like we're all industry family. We have a saying because you could do that in this industry. Of course, so many friends are booking jobs sure. and films. You know, you go to the supermarket and half your friends are on the cover of magazines. And you're like. You just have that envy thing, like, what? Well, who's she dating now? But like, and then, <laughs> but we have a saying, like, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's Ooh, like yeah. our family saying: you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Roseanne, and that can apply outside of you know people being on the cover of magazines. So I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that goes that works across the board because we, we all do it. Like we all do. The showbiz version is this weird magnified version where you know that absolutely happens. But it's like, you know, it's happening everywhere. It's happening with a little kid who, you know, did an art project and then his buddy did an art project. And the teacher's like, now this is an example of art. And you're just like, Ooh. <laughs> it's like, just love. Like You did what you did. And it, if it pushes you forward <laughs> to be better at something because you're, you're really making it about like setting a new goal for yourself then I feel like that's the only Good. healthy thing that can it's come out of it. It's a fine line hard to get there. It's a fine line. It's like a fine competition line. at its best is supposed to all make us kind of like the Olympics, like push us to like break world records, right? Right. But it's so many times at its worst, it just turns us into the worst parts of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, Katara. I just want to give her a hug. Oh. Katara. It's almost worse that Aang loves her so much, too, because he's just all Katang all the time. And so he's just trying to, like, fix it. Like, yeah. no, but it's because, no, but you're a great teacher. No, I you didn't have anyone, you know. And it's like, oh, shut up. You're And you're also awesome, and you're being really nice to me. Yeah. Darn it. Like, you know? look, 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 so, Katara. 
I'm true to this, not new to this, okay? I'm just relearning <laughs> abilities that I've been had, okay? So don't don't worry, we not. We, but I also love the, uh, the like, total big sister move of being like, we're getting this for Aang, but I need to use it first. Uh, well, I, I need to, totally I get to, I get to play with it first, but it's for, it's for the both of us, but, but me first. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> This public service announcement is brought to you by the Earth Kingdom. Alert! Alert! We ask all members of the public to be on the lookout for a possibly dangerous monkey statue. Do not stare at this monkey. Possible effects of staring at this monkey may include feeling a vague sense of menace, a hypnotic euphoria, or the excitement of finding something at a bargain price. Although no one knows what it actually does, do not stare at this monkey and immediately report any sightings to your local Earth Kingdom authorities. All right, so we go back to the pirate ship, and now we see the pirate ship is actually plowing through the water, and Zuko's little boat is along the side, just pointing out that it is definitely not as nice of a boat or as big as a boat as Zuko is accustomed to, but he's putt-putt-putting along as he goes down, and they are searching all along the water for Team Avatar, because it's like, okay, well, if they've got a waterbending scroll, they're probably going to be near the water so they can practice. I believe maybe that is Zuko's smart choice. He is a good tracker. We know this. Zuko knows something. He puts himself in the... He's like, I gotta get in their head. I gotta get in their head. They want to... (laughs) They're going to be practicing. Let's go by the water. And so they are looking, and of course, now it's nighttime, and Katara has gotten up in the middle of the night hoping no one sees her. Of course, Momo fully sees her. But she's got, she's sneaking out the scroll and she's gone into the woods and she's practicing and she's not having much luck. And on top of everything else, on top of the feeling of envy, failure, okay, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I can practice and I won't feel so, you know, self-conscious about it. Then on top of that, of course, she is seen. They fully catch her. Zuko has a fairly creepy moment where... (laughs) He is right up in her face out of nowhere. Real, like, real cinematic. I'll yeah. save you from the pirates. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a crazy line. Oh, that's a little man. psychopathic. I know, Zuko. but I'm telling you, those Zutara lovers, they are feeling that's it. That's a big Zutara moment. I've yeah. signed that on many pictures and T-shirts and stuff like that. Oh, you and have? Actually, oh, of course you Yeah. And one of my favorite posters that someone, an artist did was actually, they did a Rufio and Zuko mashup because like oh, the pirates, I'll yeah. save from the pirates. Sure. It's like this whole, it's like a Rufo, it's a Rufio-Zuko cross line. Like I'll yeah. save you from the pirates. Zuko. A Zuko. It's a Zuko situation. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of an intense thing. And then, you know, he oh, actually yeah. is like, he does get soft with her. Like right. later on, he's like, I, I mean, like thing. what? When she's like tied to the post? Yeah, when she's tied to the post. <laughs> now that you're Janet, secure, she's, when he has soft. nothing to fear and she's tied to the post. But he's just trying to let her know, like I'm not, like I don't like it's you. True. It's just that I gotta do something. No, I you're right. Something. You're right. He, no, you're absolutely right. He gen, he genuinely tells her, like I gotta know where Aang is. I won't even hurt you and your, uh, your brother. Um, I, this is about my honor. You know, he genuinely cares and wants her to know, like this. Look. I'm not that bad of a guy. This is about my honor. I'm not one of those other. I'm not one of those other firebenders. I'm not like those firebenders. I'm a different type of firebender. That's right. That's right. And then he even says he's lost his honor, and so if she can help him regain his honor, then he's like, perhaps in exchange, I can restore something that you've lost. That's right. My favorite part is doing my impression of uh, Prince Zuko (laughs) when I am doing a podcast with Prince Zuko. Uh, so, 
yeah. So he's so, and then he shows the necklace, right? I mean, yeah. she can't. That was kind how, of cool. Why? Hits her with a necklace, pop. Yeah, and she's like, "What? Where did you get that?" Of course, she's gonna go straight to like, "You stole that." He's like, "I didn't steal it. I, I did not it. steal it. Don't think yeah, I yeah. stole it." And this is all happening. The pirates are like, um, "Can you just stop everything that's happening right now? We want the scroll." Like, this is over. This is over. And Zuko's like, oh, is it over? And holds up the scroll, puts fire to it. The fire is very close to the scroll. You could argue that perhaps the scroll would catch on fire, but it doesn't. Right. He's got what, right? immense control. I've immense got control. fire control going on. Fire That's right. control. That's right. And he's like, no, if you want this, we are not done. I don't have the Avatar. This is not the bargain. The bargain is I get the Avatar. you got to help me get them, uh, get Aang in order to get the scroll back, right? Mm. Yeah. A yeah. quick question. You know, you're, you're talking one way about Zuko there. Think about if he was the Prince Charming with the slipper. That you lost this slipper. I got this slipper for you. Maybe yeah. he was doing his own Prince Charming mm-hmm. yeah. to Katara. Think about it. I don't know. Let's keep going. No, it was more like Prince Harming, okay? That is, just, had, just had had her in danger the whole time. No, I'm not, I'm not letting it slide. I'm not going to let you try that. I got to with on this one. Prince I'm just Harming. saying. Think Prince about Harming. Prince Charming. One second. The mind with the heat out of slipper, and he's returning it. Check it out. Yeah. We don't know. I don't you, know. He lost his it. honor, and he lost the C on Charming, mm. and unfortunately, he is only Prince Harming Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so good. Think about it, you guys out there. Think about Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, while you think about it, I'm going to take you all to the waterfall. You see, uh, so, so, so Aang and Sokka wake up. They see no Katara, no scroll, but suddenly, pirates, yarg! <laughs> one with right one there. with whip, one with springing net. Whip gets Sokka. Aang tries to block the net, but air goes right through it, and he's caught. Air's only weakness, a net. Uh, they leave. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Why did it have to be a net? Why did it have been a, a fabric? Uh, something. Yeah. This one sack. moment, I felt some type of way being Prince Zuko. Like, I've been chasing my dude forever. <laughs> and these pirates had a little net gun. I didn't yeah, know yeah, I needed yeah. a net gun. I uh, you know. Yeah, you just needed something a little more porous. Uh, oh, net gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah could have got you. Dang. Oh, wow. Uh, so they leave Sokka behind uh, once again because they're like, you, you, we ain't worried about you. He shouts after them. Annette appears and grabs him too since he was talking smack. <laughs> since you talking that yeah. hot stuff. All right, here you he's go. A, he's offended that he's not worth stealing. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right. All right. Like at total afterthought. <laughs> yeah. and all right. Get, yeah. get in the net. Whatever. Oh. We got a net gun for you too, Sokka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, reunited as captives. Katara says she's sorry. It's all her fault. Iroh agrees. Zuko demands they give moment. him uh, they give him the scroll. Uh, they're like, hey, we will do a trade. Aang for the scroll. Sokka says, you're really going to give the avatar for the scroll? The capital A avatar. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it's yeah. like, wait a minute. He's going to reveal? Yeah. I was yeah. so close to catch that avatar. And Team Avatar's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to tell them this is the Avatar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has not been our M.O. up to this point. Yeah. We have not been bragging on the Avatar being here. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, Sokka's like, just hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Pirates are surprised. Sokka hard sells the pirates on keeping Aang to sell him to someone else for a higher price, like the Fire yep. Lord. Because the Fire Lord has bread. And we not talk in yeah. wonder. 
Uh, you know, easy. Worst yeah. thing you could say around Zuko. Worst thing you could say yeah. is let's cut the middleman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you skip the honor part. <laughs> yeah, forget your honor. I want the dollars. Uh, so yeah. the pirates buy it. They start to leave. Zuko attacks with fire. Pirates and the fire soldiers fight. And I'm they're using like smoke bombs. They're like, yo, check this out. This <laughs> the is pirates got yeah, smoke yeah. bombs. They said, we're not afraid of you. Like you are a child. <laughs> they were not. They were not intimidated by me and my fire. Crew. Yeah, at all. They, they, were, they were like, sorry, you were practicing fire on a boat. I know you are not all there. I got <laughs> you on your wooden boat. You look, look I'm going to give you the smoke that you want. <laughs> but it's enough. There's enough going on that, like, you know, Momo gets Katara free mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, they we got the great scene with all the dust clouds yes. and everything, and Aang just keeps kind of popping up in the dust. I love the fight in the dust. Oh, yeah. And, like, people crawling around. Very, very fun. Very, very fun fight sequence, I guess. Yes, 100%. Yeah, so Zuko starts fighting the captain as a scroll changes hands from Zuko to the pirates to Momo who's now in a full-on dogfight chase with the iguana parrot, which is, all, like, right. you say, remember you saying how long this episode is? All of a sudden, it's like they're fighting in the cloud yes. of smoke. Now we got a dogfight of the two flying animals yeah. Oh, yeah. going on, and then the squirrel falls back to the earth within, like, the whole smoke cloud. We don't yep. know where it is. And then all of a sudden, Sokka finds himself a sword into a ground, starts sawing his ropes off, he tries to find Aang in a dust cloud. Aang He's parts like, the cloud. You? To see all the pirates. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, where he's like, oh, I'll part the clouds. They're all around him. He's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not about that. And he brings it back. <laughs> and then uh, suddenly the clouds are back in. Katara's trying to push uh, the pirate boat into the water to get away. And then all three push. It's too heavy. Kind of gives it up. Right. To it's like a moment. It's like a tang moment. Yeah, it's a moment. It's not too hard for two waterbenders. And they start doing some waterbending mm-hmm. action. And then Iroh interrupts the fighting to say to the captain, are you guys so busy fighting that you cannot see your own ship set sail? Zuko <laughs> says, we don't have time for proverbs. But he's like, it's not, it's literal. Like, <laughs> check this out. There's so much great comedy and that there's so much action in this episode. And that moment of like, yeah, Iroh saying something that sounds like a proverb. And he's like, I don't know. I, no, it is, this is happening. And, and you think and, that'd be the end of the episode, but it's not the end of the it's episode. There's so actually not more the going end on. of the episode. <laughs> it's so not the end of the And so, yeah, the, the pirate's like, oh my God. And Zuko, of course, now is laughing at the pirate's misfortune. And then, of course, we see that the pirates have now in turn stolen Zuko's boat. So they get the last laugh. So I, and of course, Iroh has a moment of like, maybe it should be a proverb because obviously this is a thing that's got legs and is now happening uh, to Zuko as well. Uh, Team Avatar sees that the pirates are in quick pursuit. They try to make the boat go faster. It's just not happening. All of a sudden, the pirates have caught up. They're jumping aboard. Everybody's trying to do whatever they can to evade them, to get them off their boat. Uh, a.k.a. the pirate's boat, but Aang bends a huge wave trying to get somebody out of there. Katara successfully water whips, which is very cool. Uh, We hear Sokka crying for help. 
caught between two pirates. Um, they're sort of squeezing him, and then we see the iguana parrot now still chasing Momo. <laughs> the Momo fools the parrot into wrapping himself up into a black pirate flag. Then we got the bigger pirate who's tossing Sokka into the sail. There's a wonderful tiny moment where we hear the pirate go, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice yeah, I, I heard that. I was like, what was that? It's really funny. It's so underneath. It's so underneath. Maybe a good share me the details moment. Hmm? And then Aang airbends the, both pirates away, kind of in the same like vein as what they've been doing to his friends. And they fall into the river. And uh, oh, great. So everything's cool. Like, we got it. We're good now. Uh, except that the boat is now about to go over the waterfall. And Aang is still fighting the pirate. And so everything's happening. They're going to fall off. They, there's that. Meanwhile, Katara and Aang are trying desperately to waterbend the boat from going over. And it does seem like it's working, right? They're sort of creating this whirlpool. Two whirlpools to kind of stop Exactly. A Katang pool uh, a duet. <laughs> A duet, a Katang water duet, and it is almost going to work. It's like, oh, we did it, we did it, except that the boat that is coming from behind fully knocks up against their boat, and no amount of water bending can prevent the uh, Zuko's boat from pushing them over the waterfall. Yes, so, but, but, but remember when y'all was sleeping on that the, on that bison whistle? Remember when y'all were sleeping on that whistle? When y'all thought it was a bad purchase? Ah, uh, psych! Appa flies in, catches them. Aang knew that the bison whistle would come in handy, and he was yeah. right. Appa saves the day. Zuko's boat is gone. He's crushed. Iroh takes Poor a Zuko. beat, then chuckles, revealing that he's realized the missing lotus <laughs> tile was in his sleeve the whole time. Zuko angrily oh. hurls the tile into the river, hitting the head of the soggy pirate. <laughs> oh. It's such a it's such perfect timing. Iroh's like little moment after Zuko's just like no, and Iroh's Damn. like, and then he's like. <laughs> like he literally has a nice chuckle and then it's like you're gonna love this yeah. Zuko you're gonna yeah, you love this gonna appreciate I always this had the time uh, you would, it no. was in his sleeve yeah, your sleeve his sleeve his I guess he had to say sleeve, sleeve because he don't got no pockets true in his it thing, was in right? his sleeve those are big sleeves it was in those are big his sleeves. sleeve now we cut back to Team Avatar and Katara is apologizing to Aang, saying she was envious and she risked their lives because of it. Aang forgives her. She acts like she doesn't care that they lost the scroll. But aha! Sokka has it. Sokka's like, oh, oh, this scroll you really? But he won't give it to Katara until she says she learned that stealing is wrong, unless it's from pirates. And then they sell away. But I'm going to tell you guys again, kids, don't <laughs> steal from pirates. Unless you have bending powers, I, I can only assume. Just stay away from the pirates. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't go away. to their store. Don't hang out. Just stay away from pirates. They cool sometimes, but you don't need to steal from them. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. And the other thing, and we've been talking about it the whole episode, this idea of just because you perceive someone else as being better at something than you, at something that you care about, does not mean that you shouldn't continue to do it and continue to to have your relationship with that art form or whatever it is because um, I think that is something that also happens is that you know somebody is doing something better than you and you feel inferior and you get discouraged and you walk away and you know this episode 
kind of ties back into that what Mike and Brian were saying, which is you don't have to be the best or better than your heroes or anything like that. You make your own thing. You tell your own story. And that is going to come from the heart. And you're probably not the best judge of what you're like of, of somebody being better than you or not, because we're always our own worst critics. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I dropped that on you guys. You don't even know. You did not know that wisdom was coming. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I know some people that are really, really good, though, at certain things. Yeah, Yeah. somebody's always going to be better. Somebody's always going to be better, and that's okay. Because that person also thinks someone's better than them and that person. You know what I mean? Totally. And guess what? I mean, she forgets to see that she's moving water with her hands in her mind. Oh, yeah. That water If I can move one drop of water, I'd be super excited. I mean, I probably could move one drop. I could probably blow some water around. You're good, buddy. You're good. That takes us to the most valuable bending and most valuable non-bending moments hmm. in the episode. Well, I, I was going to say it was going to be Katara and Aang with their swirl, getting oh. their swirl. I like the idea of getting that swirl, like, except iffy. It amounted to nothing. It amounted to a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> but, but in the moment, it was the harmony. It was it was it was the yeah. the crescendo of their beef throughout the whole episode. And they're like, instead of worrying about who's better than who, let's work together to stop this ship until right. Zuko ruins and it by then, ramming us with his. Ship. And I think we've given it to him before for the same reason. If not, we've certainly discussed it. But as an airbending bison. One could argue that the most valuable bending moment is Appa swooping in, uh, having not been around yeah. for most of the episode, but he does hear that whistle, and he Where was he? It's a Where great has question. he been? He Mama was showing was off his pedicure. Oh, he was, Are you he kidding me? Toes he was up. flying around, showing them yeah, off. He found, he Look at these treat. digits. Look at these sweet, clean digits. I mean, he has probably been flying for like an eight hours. He might have been sleeping. You know, he he really been doing yeah, all the work. He might have oh, been yeah. sleeping, but so. he does save them. I don't know what they would have done otherwise. So I guess my my gut check on this one, only because you took us to that moment with the two of them doing their water duet, is well, could be Appa, could be. I mean, he did save them from possible peril, <laughs> from definite I peril. Guess. I th- I have to go. With, I would have to go with Appa too. So if we can give okay water bending or possibly Appa as the most valuable bending moment, the most valuable non bending moment would then have to be the whistling, the whistle. I mean, I guess that's what caused Appa to save them. Also, I think it's Sokka's bargaining with the pirates when he went all in on like this is the Avatar and like you know because otherwise game over. So- Zuko got Avatar yeah. in the net. Show's done. That's true. But we've seen oh, yeah. Aang escape Zuko before. No offense. So is it like such a feat? <laughs> I know. <laughs> is it such a feat? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could go with soccer bargaining. I could go with a bison whistle. Um, last thought on that could be... I don't know. I always want to find a way to give it to Iroh somehow, but I'm not sure I can do it this episode. I mean, he lost a tile yeah, that was in his sleeve. He's, he's not, it's not his best moment. Hanging it's out. It's not his best moment. Shopping. He got That's the shopping right. stuff. Shopping award today. That's right. Uh, Ify, before we let you go, we do need to get elemental on you mm. and ask you what kind of bender you Ooh. would be. Well, you know, as a thick, beefy boy myself, 
I think uh, there's no uh, element that I would align with more than the Earthbenders. I think, you know, that, that was the most <laughs> swole-tacular, you know, just they, okay. just throwing down. I was like, yeah, this is Those where guys we are heavy, heavy footed. Heavy yeah. footed. They are yes. very, very oh, yeah. strong. Stomping. I see it. I, see it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. I'm very yeah. taken with earthbending, and yet I feel that I do not have my feet on the ground enough. Uh, but I really want to be an want to earthbend. <laughs> I do like so earthbending too. I mean, earthbending does. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, look, it, it, there earth is everywhere. I guess unless you're in the ocean, it's down in earth there somewhere too. It's down right? in there. There's earth mm-hmm. underneath all it's that water. It's even down in there. Uh, right. oh, yeah. and, and what about ships? What about <laughs> ships, my friend? Do you have any? We've been tossing around a lot of katangs and. Do you Zutaras, ship any characters? Ship any? any relationship? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I'm a, I'm a basic Katang. I'll Katang. do Katang. You know, is that is that the official uh, fandom greet upon Katang? Officials Katang, but let me ask you about that Prince Charming Prince Zutara Harman. with that necklace out of nowhere. No, pop. no, I'm I'm I, I'm a Zurizen. I want to ship uh, Zuko in prison. Zurizen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the ship I have for Zuko. Zoo Risen sounds like what it is. It's uh, really satisfying. <laughs> he got issues, all right. He got some issues, but he's getting he's through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to work them out. Listen, everybody, yeah, yeah. whether you were talking about the damaged boy or the damaged girl or the damaged anybody, uh, let them fix themselves. You don't have to fix anybody. So <laughs> Zuko's gonna get there on his own. He'll yeah, get there yeah. on his own. You think Zuka was holding that? You know, Zuka was holding that necklace for a hot yeah. second. Like, I got Here I perfect am. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going yeah. to drop this on her. Yeah. At the I'm so right sorry. You're tied to a when tree. When she's tied to a yeah. tree. <laughs> Not ideal, but here's the necklace. Yeah. He needs to learn. He don't got his game all 100% yet. He doesn't got his game on. Yeah, yeah. He's still, that, he's still <laughs> he's developing, developing yes, uh, some Until softness then, and games. Yes, yes, Zurizen. Yes. Until then, Zoo Risen all day, every day, <laughs> Zoo Risen. Ify, thank you so much for doing this. This has been such a blast. I laughed my butt off. Please tell people where they can find you, what else they should be paying attention to, and we hope you'll come back. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Ify Way on Twitter and Instagram, and if you check there, you'll see everything I'm up to. So, uh Stop by. Wonderful. We are at Janet Varney and at Dante Bosco, most places, at the JV Club on Instagram. And uh, thank you so much for rolling with us through this recap of the waterbending scroll. And we will most definitely talk to you next week. Fire Nation forever. Fire. <laughs> and next week, we are talking to composer Jeremy Zuckerman. That's right. You asked for it. We were already on top of it before you even asked because we love you. And we are also joined by another composer, musician, and friend. He created the amazing podcast Song Exploder and so much more. Rishi K. Shearway. We'll see everybody next Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.